0: Welcome back to FTP Speed Shop Podcast, a podcast where we talk about what you talk about in the garage because, hey, we're in the garage. I'm your host, Mike Early. Did I say Hurley?
1: Hurley. You definitely <laughs> said Hurley. <laughs> fuck. I don't even know
0: my own name.
1: <laughs> that makes two of us.
0: Oh, fuck. Welcome back to FTP Speed Shop Podcast, a podcast where we talk about what you talk about in the garage because, hey, we're in the garage. I'm your host, Mike Early, and today I've got my good friend, Jeremy Dunham. What's going on, Jeremy?
1: Not much. Just gotta, are you reading that, dude? No. You have that written no, down No, that's not.
0: That's just free balling it. Well, good job. That's <laughs> why it took me two takes. Because <laughs> I forgot what my name was in the first.
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah.
0: So before we get into it, I want to uh, thank our sponsor for this episode, uh, No Coast Customs and Rod Shop. I always forget to put the Rod Shop at the end, but they are the premier destination for hot rod, paint work, body work. Just all around custom hot rod work. I highly recommend these guys and I think you guys should check them out. Go hit up no com, and uh, hey, go talk to Ben. He's a good dude.
1: Yeah, they always got some cool stuff there. A garage. lot of cool stuff there for
0: sure. So speaking of cool stuff, what are you working on in the garage?
1: What am I working on in the garage? Yeah. This is not going to be like normal people would I work on the garage. No, what are you working on? Because most people work on cars in the garage, right?
0: Um. Yeah, I guess.
1: Generally, I don't know. Right now, what I'm working on in the garage is I'm working on a kitchen table and a bed.
0: You know, I didn't realize that the uh, the new chicks were going to be so loud.
1: They are pretty loud. <laughs> they sound like they a really, bunch of nagging women.
0: They were really quiet <laughs> until we hit record, and now we have uh, seven baby chicks in the corner over there behind Jeremy. Yeah, so
1: don't mind the uh, chirping.
0: Yeah, the chirping is uh, they woke up. Apparently, they're ready to party.
1: Well it is Friday. It is Friday. And they're so, young, so
0: Yep. So you're working on a kitchen table. hmm
1: Yep, building a kitchen table for a client. Um, it's made out of ash wood. Mm. So yeah, building it from the ground up. Is that a I guess. hardwood
0: or softwood? It's hardwood. Hardwood? Yeah. Where's that rate on the hardwood scale compared uh, to redwood? In between redwood or not redwood, uh, red oak, sorry. Red, red oak and uh red oak and bamboo. Where does it rate bamboo. in between there?
1: right in the middle somewhere because <laughs> I don't know the hardness of the wood yeah I know you can you can like scuff your finger into it and it won't make a mark like pine or anything like that or fir, so it's a good good they use it for guitars and stuff like that I think a lot of electric guitars that oh, make okay. them out of ash I could be totally fucking wrong on that, too. They've made one
0: guitar out of ash. Yeah, (laughs) I've seen at least
1: one (laughs) (laughs) guitar made out of ash.
0: But don't you have the Bronco in there? Did you get that moved over?
1: Yeah, I do have my Bronco in the garage. It's a 76 Ford Bronco rusted to complete everything, Um, but I haven't been working on it Mm. because
0: but it's a big step getting it in the garage yeah
1: that's huge step because now i see it and then i want to kill myself every day because i'm not working on it
0: (laughs) you go out there and you go oh boy i ain't starting this project today this is too much
1: i think back of when i got it i think i was 19 years old when i got the thing and then uh if i would have saved like i don't know a thousand bucks every single year just towards it i could have it completely redone the way i wanted
0: it and you'd probably have more money set aside yeah
1: but then I'm thinking now, so at the time I thought about doing it and I looked into it, I wanted to drop like 40 grand frame up all the way, you know, mm-hmm. just make it kind of ridiculous, but not super ridiculous. Not nowadays. Everything's pretty much normal nowadays because, you know, they will resto mod, pretty much yeah. everything. Um, but then uh, I think if I wanted to do the same thing now, it'd probably be more like 80 grand.
0: What did you want to do with it? You said resto mod, but like, are you wanting to make it more of like the off-road look or like, uh, like I, a, I
1: kind of wanted it to be capable for one.
0: Yeah. So if you had to go wheeling in it, you could. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, definitely axles. I wanted to go with some like, mm, Dana sixties, you know, front rear or something like that, you know, 40 inch spline that way you could do anything, but I really wanted, I always liked the fact that people put, um, the old Fox body motors in them. But mm-hmm. then at that point, the, the coyote motor was just kind of coming out. And so that's really where it's now at. now.
0: You're like, yeah, yeah, screw the old three Oh two. Yeah. let's, yeah. let's uh, Cause
1: basically I did put a three Oh two from a Mustang in it. I just mm-hmm. kept it carbureted instead of fuel injecting it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's crazy what these new motors are making compared dude. to that old stuff. Like Higley did all that stuff and no offense, Igly. I'm not talking shit it was just the signs of the time or you know whatever but uh you know cams heads trick flow this trick flow that and they had to fudge the dino graph like to get it was it above three that I think
1: I think with the I don't want to say fudged because that's kind of mean adjusted adjusted numbers it yeah. was like 350 to the wheels i think I if i remember right
0: maybe it, maybe they fudged or so I think adjusted it was like, the altitude and all that stuff to yeah. get it over 350 so i
1: think it was like right around 300 mm-hmm. um and i can't remember was that done when he was a manual or did he have the automatic in it at that time
0: i or, think he went
1: did you do automatic at the same time
0: right at the same time with Honestly, the, the Trans break and everything. I don't think he No, did.
1: yeah, that's right, because you and I drove it from his, his house for over his to the Yeah. And so it was automatic then. There was
0: no um no horseplay at all. No. <laughs> no horseplay. No horseplay at all. Uh we did not see what that little red button on the shifter did. <laughs> no,
1: ever. <laughs> from like, what was it, five blocks away? yeah <laughs>
0: You know, we just stayed in one spot and it just kept revving up. We didn't know what was going on. Mm -mm. We were pretty new to cars at that time, so it was kind of scary. Let go of that button and she ate. Yeah. It's crazy that, you know, back in the day. What
1: You actually had to spend a lot of money to get horsepower back then. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was right before the turbos got super uh, popular and and efficient.
0: Coming online. Yeah. Because it was like. Yeah, I got a big old diesel turbo yeah. on my Honda Civic.
1: That never spools up, <laughs> yeah. but once it does, look when out. This thing,
0: when we hit eight grand, <laughs> you guys watch out because it makes 300 horsepower in like a half a second. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, I mean, bigger axles, you know, frame off. So I'd redo the frame. I didn't – frames all straight and everything like that, so I wouldn't put a new frame don't under there. Don't have to worry about rust
0: in the frame or anything no, like that?
1: No, I mean, there's some pits or whatever, but I don't think it's super terrible. structural. yeah it's just all body that's just yeah. hammered and then of course uh so you could go two ways with it you could either go fiberglass with a lot of it
0: like th- doing the tub the tub is it and everything call the tub on those yeah yeah
1: so you could do fiberglass tub if you wanted to or you could spend maybe a grand more and actually get a uh, complete brand new tub that's made out of steel
0: what do you think's the best way to go with that i'm kind of conflicted on that so i
1: you know, I don't know if there's really a a wrong way to go. Yeah. Um, but with fiberglass, you know, typically depending on who you got it from, you had to be careful because it could either fit real well um, or it could be yeah. a, a lot of time and effort getting, getting it to fit to fit, it right.
0: get the doors to work and the roof because that's got a lift-off roof and everything, doesn't yeah. it? Or yeah. removable.
1: Yeah, you can remove it if yeah. you want to.
0: So, which if it was mine, I would never put the roof on it.
1: I don't, you know, it wasn't that bad taking it off. I used to take it off all by myself. Yeah, it's a big steel roof too. Huh. But it, but it's in the right position where you can just kind of
0: I'll crawl under a there turtle walk thing underneath it.
1: Lift it up with your shoulders and walk it off.
0: <laughs> My buddy had a '72 Toyota Land Cruiser in high school, and it was a bitch to get that roof off. Granted, we had no idea what we were doing, but we. Finally got the roof off. We took the doors off. We folded the front windshield oh, yeah. down. Went cruising down the highway and thought we were the coolest shit in the world. But uh, those roofs are surprisingly heavy. Yeah, they're not light. Surprisingly heavy. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, shoot, my Jeep's roof, it's pretty heavy too. Yeah, that's
0: true. And it's all fiberglass. Yeah. And you took that off for the car show.
1: Yeah, I actually took it off for the car show. That was the first time I took it off. And then... Uh, shoot i liked it so much it was nice i kept it off for almost a whole month
0: but it was a rainy day during the car show
1: <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was sketchy it could have been <laughs> but apparently that's what they're made for is getting wet yeah, i don't know true. you know yeah. there's a lot more electrical components in them now than there used to be but they still say that you mm-hmm. can
0: oh really so they're all kind of waterproof anyway. supposed to be oh, that's cool
1: i would say maybe water resistant water resistant yeah, yeah like the radio and stuff
0: don't be driving it through a pond or i bury uh, it up people to do the- yeah
1: yeah still you probably at least you know put that much water in the bottom of it and it'll be fine i'm assuming
0: i've had i had like that much water in the bottom of my s10 back in the day out the coke factory
1: yeah i wish the coke factory was still the way it used to be
0: yeah i know i haven't been out there for oh cisco bought that
1: land so that's where cisco sits now
0: yeah it's all like chained off or fenced off now i think
1: no that's where cisco is
0: Oh, they build a building out there now? Yeah,
1: that's where I work now is where everybody used to wheel all the
0: time. Oh, okay. We'll see. Show us how much I know. Because <laughs> so, there's just...
1: still like, so there's like on the west side of the building, there's still those big hills with the...
0: With mm-hmm. Going th- up into that parking lot yeah, or whatever. Yeah, with the ruts
1: and stuff in there. Yeah. It's slowly getting to where you almost can't see them. But yeah, that's where it is now.
0: Is that pond still there? Right on the um, back side of that parking lot on the west side, right by, what the hell, Cornhusker or whatever it rolled into, Highlands Boulevard or whatever. Highlands.
1: No. The pond, they're the only closest pond. Yeah, there's still pond over there.
0: Is it? Yeah. yeah, that was the one we used to drive through all the time.
1: Really? You drove through that? Yeah. Wow. Right off the
0: parking lot? Yeah, on well, the west it's. west side?
1: Um, was that data building out there, like uh, it used to be Dell, I think. There probably wasn't even a Dale out there at that time. I don't really I don't remember. Know. It was a such a long time ago. time ago. But yeah, there's still a pond out there.
0: Huh.
1: It looks a lot deeper, I guess. That's why I had that question.
0: Yeah, it was maybe four foot deep. Oh, that it bad. wasn't too bad. The bad first time I drove in it, it, scared the shit out of me. Because I was like, oh my God, the water. And like When you hit that water, it like kind of comes up. Yeah, you don't like, know what it's going to do. Look like, it looks like it's like eight <laughs> feet deep and your whole car is going water because you're making a wave. And I was like, "Uh," but no, it was all good. We used to just drive around in circles and like try to pop off cookies in that thing. And just, that oh, was fun. Oh, good old days. Good old days. You beat the
1: crap out of that S10. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, it held up pretty decent for...
0: Yeah, two front differentials were <laughs> cracked in half. The aluminum cases broke out there at the Coke factory. Which I don't know why I was ever called the Coke Factory because I think Coke was across the street. Yeah, Coke's
1: across the street. It has nothing to do with it. But basically. I guess
0: we always just in Coke Factory. That's the reference point. <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's the only way you knew how yeah, to get out exactly. there. Exactly. It's like,
0: yeah, is it a factory?
1: Well, the first time I heard about it, it took me I don't know four hours to find the place. I've never been out that just side. driving around. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, where are you at? at? <laughs> I was like,
0: no, we're over here on top of the hill. Everybody's oh, yes. gone
1: by the time I got there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of good times out there for sure that was fun that was what got me over the hump from street racing when i sold the prelude because yep. i bought the s10 and Cause
1: you bought that primarily for work didn't you yeah, yeah. i
0: needed a, well, of course needed a truck for work and then ended well, up just
1: prelude ran out of room you couldn't put any more
0: tools in. yeah that thing. when you got it like doing like vinyl siding or something you needed one more piece and you have to like cut the piece in half and slide it through yeah. the little back hatch and like have it hanging up over by the passenger seat and The trunk's not shut all the way. Yeah. I had air compressors, like, you know, hand tools, my impact. Actually, I didn't have an impact back then because that was before impacts were really a thing. But um, still, yeah. uh, Like you said, the drill set, the air compressor, yeah. Nail guns. Yeah, nail guns. All stuff in there. It was like, it was a construction hauling bitch.
1: That's what I used my Honda for all the
0: time. Took the nitrous bottle out if I really had to haul some big stuff. I remember pulling up to the street races and I am like, yeah, I'm not in race weight. I'm not race ready. You're like, whatever. And I was like, pop the trunk. I'm like what the fuck? A dragon bumper. <laughs> yeah. I got air compressors and everything else in there. And it's just completely chock full of construction debris. I got pulled over one time coming back. I was helping my uh, aunt and uncle in Columbus on their straw house. And it was Friday night or whatever. And I was like, Want to be home, you know, and probably there was probably something going on that was fun, so I'm hauling, you know, I'm driving just slightly over the speed limit, and this guy in front of me is going like he'd do like 45, 65, 45, and I finally was like, Good, I'm going around this guy, and so I just hammer it, and of course, going down the hill, Mm -hmm. coming up, highway patrol, sheriff trooper, whatever the hell it was right over the hill right as i'm starting to come up the hill and the clocks me doing 75 and a 65 or 80 i don't remember what it was pulls me over looks in the car because it was getting dark and he's like shining his light in there and he's like yeah what kind what line of work are you in i'm like i do construction he's like yeah you got a lot of construction tools in here why do you have all these tools in the car like this and i'm like uh just literally just coming home from working helping my aunt and uncle and he's like okay i thought you stole that yeah i stole all the stuff (laughs) there's like a level like on the console yeah i gonna steal that yeah (laughs) yeah it was completely packed with tools because it was like everything i thought i would need out there because we were on trim and i think we're doing tile and all that stuff for the week i was down there so it was like just all sorts hanging cabinets all sorts of random shit out in there.
1: Oh yeah, dude, yeah, I mean, back then you did what you had to do. I I probably put three square shingles in the back of my Honda one time.
0: That's fucking nuts. <laughs> I put, come a, what was it, two and a half square? I think it was two and a half square, maybe two and a third square in the back of the S10 coming home from my grandma's house and we roofed her house in Hastings. And it was another like, you know, Friday night type thing, trying to get home. And it lifted the front of the S10 up so much at 70 miles an hour, it started around. wandering and it's going ding, ding, ding. So we're trying to go around the semi, and then, like, all of a sudden, it's like ting, 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 right next to a semi. And I'm like, oh, 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 shut her down, shut her down. And we're like, just barely creeping by the semi, like <laughs> one mile an hour faster. Because if I went another mile an hour faster, her front end started darting everywhere. And that was just. You know what it, I don't know those were just three tabs so they were probably what like 160 pounds of yeah. square or something they weren't even that much but that amount of weight in there the way it was positioned with the uh what did I have 31 what the hell were they 31 10 5 15s or something I don't know and yeah, that's uh, probably about right. a and, and a half or eleven and a half inch tire, uh, wide mm-hmm. tire yeah and then you know the three inch body lift on it the washer t- lift uh, it wasn't washers. I did the. No, I thought uh, you did the washer. Lift no, on that I did bad like boy. three inch galvanized <laughs> pipe, cut to three inches. <laughs> Maybe see. it was two and a half inch, cut to three inch chunks, and then just longer bolts. And of course, I didn't get metric bolts. Right. I got standard that fit kind of good and just burned them. <laughs> just on put home. them on in there. <laughs> I just burned them home. Ah, uh, you know, I'm not proud of everything I've done in my hey. life, but I'm proud of that moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Full send on a not correct washer. <laughs> was like, and- These
0: feel pretty. You know, you get that, like, two threads, and you're like, oh, it's it's close. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> uh, eh, it worked. There's no problems with it.
1: Dude, I bet you some Mexican's still rolling around in that pickup.
0: <sighs> I wish I knew where that truck went. I wish I knew where a lot of cars I sold went. I wish I knew where the Prelude went. I knew where it went. I wish I knew where it was now, because I would probably buy it again and do something retarded. Could try to restore the whole thing again or something like that.
1: See, I... Mm-mm. I mean, you did a lot of work on this prelude you got now.
0: Yeah. I mean, over-the-top work. And it would have been even more work than that because that thing, I believe I saw it like, how long ago was that? Like in 1718, maybe? Eh, it might have been before that. It was probably in 14 or so, 2014, I seen it and I was like, oh, I think that's my car. And it's sitting in traffic. And I knew it was mine because there was that little bit of body work mm-hmm. on the door when I bought it. Right before I bought it. Actually, I would bought the car. They had to use it for the next week. So I gave them a down payment on it. And uh, the mom or one of the girl's friends backed into the door in corner, Just pinged it a little bit. So they had it fixed before I got it. And there was just a little spot of that mud that was kind of like a football shape right at the body line. And I've seen that kind of popping out, and I go, that's got to be my car. There can't be another prelude in town that has that same body damage. It's amazing just trying to, like,
1: look around and find, like, the mid-'90s Hondas of any type or anymore. You don't see them.
0: Jeff apparently can find them. Jeff Barron? Uh, Yeah, that's true. He he just bought another hatch yesterday. (laughs) Besides the gray one? Yeah, I just got another one. Jesus, so I he think. So, so he's
1: we, got the he's got the magic touch when it comes yeah, to yes. Hondas,
0: and he's not even a Honda guy. No,
1: he's always like I thought he always kind of made fun of him.
0: Mm-hmm. I did have him try to weld on the Prelude I have now. the uh, The block apparently had been froze at one point or something, and it cracked. Oh, really? Right by the front motor mount and the water jacket, and I didn't realize it. And if I didn't have a hood on it, or if I had a hood on it, I probably would have never noticed it, but I didn't have a hood on I'm going down the highway, and I just kind of floor it, and all of a sudden it's like, psh, it's just raining this greasy water on my windshield, and it won't come through. Oh, yeah, that stuff coolant. never comes yeah. off. And uh, turns out it had a crack, a hairline crack, right in the middle of the block, kind of by the motor mount area. And I was like, hey, Jeff, you think he was the only person I knew with like a TIG welder or any sort of aluminum welding device at the time? And he was like oh, i gonna bring it over we can try it and I don't even know if you could how you could even weld that with like the water jackets and everything just cooling the oh, backside yeah. of the aluminum off he' had that thing cranked up to 11 and it was just see so you guys didn't like drain the fluid or nothing you just drove it over there I don't think so I did. yeah I definitely just drove it over there <laughs> I think I just I don't think we drained any of the coolant or anything I think he just was like
1: just giving it a
0: whirl yeah he oh, was just fuck. putting putting some uh welding rod on top of the case to see if it would (laughs) see if it would stop the leak and i don't think it ended up doing it so it was it was junk that block was but eh, i had backups yeah uh, that was actually the block i was planning on putting in the uh, crx oh really that was the one i had mounted in there at the time i wish i had that car too
1: that thing was
0: that was a it was a basket case.
1: That's probably a good word for it, basket case. It was a treasure trove of goodies <laughs> that made that thing go.
0: <laughs> we had some dry rotted slicks we got from Dave on it.
1: I like the light switch for the, uh, yeah. for the uh, nitrous bottle.
0: Yeah, we just had a household light switch that we screwed <laughs> to the, the whatever cross bar below the yeah, windshield. Yeah, I don't think the dash was in there. You guys, dash the was dash all was gone. gone. <laughs> Everything was gone. So you just flipped the light switch. It would arm the nitrous system, and we would go.
1: It's straight in fail safe mode the whole time.
0: Yeah, we'd hit third gear, and with the nitrous, the clutch didn't ha- didn't have a prayer. It was just going.
2: Wah! Ah!
0: <laughs> come down about 300 RPM and then just take back off. It didn't have a prayer. Yeah. Fuck. I think we were spraying a 75 shot on it. Yeah, at that just time, big, it was yeah. just, what, a D15? I think it yeah, was in it. I think so. Single overhead cam, yep. 1.5 liter, so. Oh, yeah, that was fun. We just, had second gen Eclipse headlights on it.
1: Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we took an old one-gallon... uh lacquer thinner thing and made a hood scoop out of it for the air intake. Yep. The air intake was PVC. Oh yeah, that was fun. We all did that because of uh Phil Tran who ha- had that butterscotch colored oh, yeah. second gen uh CRX and we were I forgot all about that. We were uh going to go prove him wrong or something. We're just t- trolls, region.
1: man. We we were trolls before the internet. Yeah, that's, that's how true. we trolled.
2: Yeah.
0: So we drugged that eighty-five CRX out of the uh, out of Aaron's back lot field, no title, no nothing. Wasn't that his brother's? I don't know whose it was. Did, it's either
1: his I, or his brother, because I think his brother had one too.
0: Yeah, there was I, two of them back there. We picked the better of the two, I thought. Because there
1: was where were we at sometime. I can't remember. It's like some little book place. It wasn't like a little bookstore, but it's a book place, like down by where um, Higley used to live, down in that area. And his brother would like run a little crX and just like pull the e-brake and like slide into the parking spot
0: <laughs> oh nice yeah, was crazy I uh I didn't get to hang out with him near as much as I hung out with Aaron but yeah, he was he was crazy
1: yeah he's fun they're all fun yeah,
0: yeah I don't know what the Aaron's uh he started uh, him and Ryan coffee are doing uh the road course up there at i-29 oh like racing yeah so they started I don't know if they're racing or just doing like open track days, fun Mm -hmm. days or whatever. So they, they messaged me or were talking to me about going up there. And so I'm like, yeah, I get the Honda done. I'm going to go up there. So I think it's opened up or should be open by now or real close to open by now. See,
1: I knew they were working on having that track out there, but it's pretty small, isn't it?
0: It seemed pretty big. We went to, uh, rust timber two years ago and that's out at I 29 and they have the drag strip open. Maybe that's what Saturday, I'm thinking, as small as the drag strip. drag strip. And then, but the, the road course actually was, we did a parade on it. You weren't supposed to floor it or, mm. you know, get aggressive. But right. of course I'm in the sub 100 and I'm like, I would go real slow, a little, a little space build up between <laughs> us and then getting like, I'm like, nee.
1: can't help yourself. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's got to be done. I just
0: want to floor it. Yeah. I can't help it. If you put and it so, on
1: a racetrack, then that has to happen. Yeah. So they're even insane just mentioning not being able to go fast on a racetrack.
0: Yeah. I I mean even I don't have anything that ever goes fast really. Oh neither. Figuratively speaking. I mean
1: I mean the fastest fast. thing I got is my wife's Acura.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, you're really lackluster.
1: It is pretty you, you gotta, sad You gotta step that up it's a little bit. Pretty pathetic. Shoot, I haven't owned anything fast since the the, the Talon.
0: Yeah, DSM days. Popping off all-wheel drive cookies. That was it was fun. That's was good stuff, for sure. Oh, good old days.
1: It didn't matter when you broke it or not because we were just fixing it anyway.
0: Because it was always broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always something. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, Jeremy is the one that built our trophies for last year's car show. Yep. That's why he has a uh, table in his garage, and he's a fan of the woodworking and things like that. Carbon fiber inlays and yeah. all that stuff. So we've been in discussions about making the new trophy for uh, the 2022. By the way, save the date. October 8th, 2022, FTP Speed Shop.
1: Didn't you just put that on Facebook too? Uh, Wasn't that the date, right? Yeah, oh, it was. Was yeah,
0: yeah. that was. Yeah. That was Brandy's idea. And I
1: don't it. check Facebook a lot, but I I was S- thinking that's S- what it. that date was yeah. representing. Yeah.
0: So that will be the day for the car show. So if you can make it, you better be there.
1: At least swing by and check it out.
0: Yeah, and if anybody any of my uh friends or not friends want to be a sponsor for the show, we're looking for trophy sponsors and or um raffle prize sponsors. So
1: and Hey, I was the ugly duckling last year. I had the only, just a car. It wasn't a car. It was the Jeep. That's it. Yeah, I just took the top well, off of the Jeep. I mean, Jeep and, in
0: your Jeep's defense, it's like a metallic grabber green color, yeah. so it's very bright. And I think that, you know, seven-year-old kids really like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why I like it, because... You
0: anyway, never grew up past yeah, seven years In old. my
1: mind, I'm still pretty much seven. Yeah.
0: I can see that, so...
1: <clears throat> but... <laughs> Back to the Broncos since we kind of got off on a long Holy tangent. Holy shit, we went on a tangent.
0: <laughs> See, this is, this is why we don't have any uh, talking points. because yeah, That's we probably better went on that way. Tangents, yeah.
1: But yeah, so wanted to put a coyote <laughs> motor in it, do a steel tub, steel body, put four, six inch lift on
0: it, you know. You can do a body lift or a suspension lift? It'd
1: be all suspension if I could get away with it. I think I could mostly get away with it. That way the bumpers line up right. Oh, yeah. Because actually, all right, so you kind of mentioned the carbon fiber thing, right? So mm-hmm. I mess around a little bit with carbon fiber, but doing the dash, because the dash is steel, mm-hmm. doing that in carbon fiber.
0: Does the dash kind of have like a curvature and then straight no, down, or is it kind of just square?
1: It is straight up just bent sheet metal.
0: Oh, is it really? From yeah. the factory, just straight yeah. square? Straight up. Yeah, hmm.
1: just 90 degree edges all the way around that thing. Hit it is straight as everything. And then, yeah, carbon fiber that. Going really crazy since they're like the stamp steel bumper on the front of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Going carbon fiber with the bumpers.
0: So, when you do all that, like especially those big pieces like that, like you do a vacuum bag or yeah. whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, so I do the. Vacuum bag infusion method is the one I like to do the most. seems to work out really well. So you actually do everything in a mold, and it's not really a bag, but you put it over the plastic Plastic over it. it.
0: So you can draw a vacuum on it.
1: Yeah, and then you put a vacuum on one end of it, and then you actually let the resin in at the other end, and it sucks it all the way through there. So it has no air bubbles whatsoever through that
0: whole piece. And it'll literally suck the resin. Yeah, it's cool. All the way through it, you don't yeah. have any issues with like dry spots or anything.
1: No, for like a part that that's depending on how the part is, it's just you could put like multiple um, resin spots where you oh, introduce okay. the resin, yeah. And then, yeah, so it if you think that's going to be like a spot where there might be a dry spot, you put a resin trap there and it hmm. so it goes really even, and then that way the resin to carbon fiber ratio is. More consistent and better because you really want a low amount of resin You want enough resin where you're sopping all the material and the carbon fiber, but you don't want too much So that's where people That's where it kind of sucks with you do the old-school vacuum or vacuum bagging method or just brushing it on Mm -hmm. and then Sanding it down is that the the resin gets too thick and that turns brittle
0: so the resin is more or less just a glue to hold the strength together. Yeah, it's just a binder to Because you're hold not it getting any strength from the resin, really? Not either, a lot. Other than just keeping the fibers where they belong yeah. or where they're supposed to be? Yeah, because
1: like those, those pieces that I gave you, mm-hmm. um, that's resin infused, but you can bend it because it's so thin. Yeah. So, yeah. So it still has, the resin still has a bunch of malleability into it even though it is yeah harrison
0: cured. was running around the garage the other day like that was a gun <laughs> <laughs> he was shooting his brother i wonder if i can find one of those i forget where i put them i think i put them
1: yeah because what i give you like six of them four of them whatever the offcuts were i gave you all, all, all of them yeah so this is just i think this one if i remember right is like three layers of carbon fiber
0: Yeah, I think that's what you said.
1: And then, yeah, it's just resin infused. So it's still really... I don't
0: know how far you can bend it before it breaks. I've never really messed with it.
1: Quite a ways.
0: That's actually more than I thought I'd get out of it. You can hear it kind of popping. Yeah. So kind of crazy. That's that's really flexible. You never think of carbon fiber as being really flexible. You think about it being really strong and having a lot of strength, but yeah that's pretty impressive actually. well and
1: then if you bend it this way you got a lot more playability but then if you try to bend it this way oh. even though even though it's shorter
0: whoa it's way more rigid
1: yeah so what i did because it is three layers if i remember right so that's you do crazy. one layers where the weave is going this direction and i did another layer where mm-hmm. the weave is going this way and then the last la- so one way would be more pliable and double other is
0: stronger yeah Oh, huh, that's interesting
1: So then if you wanted to make it even stronger, you could do, instead of doing like a 90 with the plies, you do like a 45 and then a 90, and then it would be more rigid all the way around. You
0: can get a 45 this way, 45 that way, plus your 90s, kind of get a whole 360 degree type weave going there.
1: Yeah. There's so much crap that you can do with this stuff. It's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, when you ever get that big you got to have a form, though, or something to, when you make that, right? Yeah, or mold, I guess. It's a, form's the wrong word, but a mold. Mold, so, yeah. Like if I wanted to do, say, the uh, gauge cluster in the sub-100, like I'd have to have the so front side for that molded or, you know, so that it yeah. had the shape. Yeah, so
1: depending on how you wanted to do it, that's how you do it. So you'd actually take your dash or whatever you wanted or the cluster Mm -hmm. and then we would you could put it upside down or facing up and then you would just make it so you would uh i'm trying to remember what that stuff's called but it's like a plastic it's for mold making, um, but I can't remember what it's called now. But anyway, it's like a, a liquid, of course. You pour it over there, and it gets solid and hard. And then Like
0: plaster of Paris, but different?
1: It's uh, actually stronger than that, and I can't remember what it's called now. I'm going retarded. Um, but then you pull that out, and then you reinforce that mold on the backside with more fiberglass or whatever. And then, yeah, you could make... Ten, thirty, forty, a 40 100 molds and then at that point that. you just
0: repop it right like once you have that mold you could just go psh, psh,
1: psh. yeah so you take that mold do it that way and then i take a um a primer but it's a epoxy primer because mm-hmm. you can epoxy primer it but then what's nice about a proxy primer is you can actually uh um put it in a uh Wow, I'm just going dumb as shit right now. Um, buff it out so you can make it glass finish on the oh, epoxy okay. primer. So it,
0: that, that'll polish and take a shine. Yeah, it really, really well.
1: Really well. Okay. And, and it's not difficult. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you just put some mold release in there, resin release in there. And then you could start putting...
0: So the basis, it's going to come out looking however smooth your mold is, right? Yeah. So if your mold's got a few imperfections... It'll or show those orange pill for lack of a yep. better term it won't look like this mirror finish no it'll have more of an eggshell finish to it
1: yeah it'll look exactly like whatever the finish is on what, that what did piece. you
0: use on the, is this plastic no this, this finish i
1: used a piece of glass oh okay. so i actually got a piece of glass that's quarter inch thick and i don't know at the time i think it was like 48 by 48 piece of glass mm-hmm. and then this what's shiny on this is there is a uv it's like a clear coat, but it's UV rated because yeah. um, resins kind of has problems with UV protecting. Some resins do anyway. Yeah. So it has a UZ. So I actually sprayed that on like you would a normal car. Whatever, on the glass? On the glass.
0: And then it, it gets picked up by the resin?
1: Yeah. And then you, I did everything over the top of it like you would a normal mold and then resined it and then shoot this peeled right up. And it was that perfect. So I didn't sand or do anything to this side of it at all.
0: So when you made those, did you just make like a four by or a like a Yeah, it was like a
1: four by four sheet, sheet is what I made and then I cut 'em cut it down in like.
0: And then you by four. you just ran it out on your router table yeah. to cut out the logo. Because yeah. these are actually the uh the offcuts. Yeah, the inside yeah. of the logo. That's the inside part right there. Yep. And so he's like, here, you want some carbon fiber? I was like, hell yeah, I do. I'm a ricer. I haven't figured out where I'm going to put them yet. But I'm, I'm a huge fan of the somewhere. carbon
1: fiber. And it's even more cool, like actually working with it. And then I, I just found out another way that's kind of cool too. So people are taking molds. So this is like the old, I wouldn't say old school mold, but two-sided molds. So you make mm-hmm. whatever and then um, use chopped carbon fiber.
0: Chop carbon fiber, I seen that the other day. That shit looks cool. Yeah, dude. Looks really cool. Yeah. And then
1: yeah. uh putting that in there and then you actually take the mold and squeeze it together, and then the resin will leak out or whatever, but then you pop the mold so then you can have a complete three D type of part
0: anything you that
1: looks good on all the sides.
0: So do you just dump a bunch of resin in there with the chop and kind of shake it out and then just squeeze it all together and any extra resin just gets yeah, shot out the side. Yeah,
1: if you can compress it enough. So that's <clears throat> the kind of hard part about
0: it. So you've got to have like a steel form or something.
1: Yeah, um, I've seen actually someone do a, a small part, so like a bike handle or a, bike, a brake, brake lever. A, yeah, brake lever, yeah, brake lever. So on that one, and they actually three D printed the mold. So they had a female and a male mold. Oh, and yeah. And then actually, they made a three piece mold out of it, so it would come all out and not have a problem did that and then squeezed it together and it come out and it looked awesome. And they actually did a test and it was, um, it was stronger than the
0: aluminum, the aluminum
1: counterpart. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I've heard too, like with the 3d printing and stuff with certain filaments and things like that. Um, yeah, you can make like black aluminum and stuff like that is what it's called, but it's, I think it's carbon nylon fiber or whatever. And that's supposedly, you know, one of the best that's moderately easy to print with as far as strength wise goes.
1: Yeah. They got some crazy stuff. So they got carbon fiber, like, so it'd be like powder Mm -hmm. that's in the, uh, in the pigment or 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 in 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 the, in the filament, in the filament. Yeah. And then they got a new kind that actually has one solid carbon strand in the filament.
0: Oh, like down the middle or
1: whatever. Yeah. So that's supposed to be even more, um, but how so, does it
0: pick up and go to a next piece with that carbon in it, or is it just string the carbon to the next piece no yeah the, so
1: there's an actual an extra thing that like cuts oh, cuts the okay. filament so after each okay so after each level doing yeah so doing it has, one extra step so it. that one you actually have it's a, a machine that's dedicated yeah. for that type of thing it's not like the the machines that you or i have that do it but yeah so there's nylon there's what p-e-t-g there's yeah, regular. I haven't, I haven't
0: done any PLA, PTA. PLA and PLA plus is the only thing I've messed with. Yeah.
1: That's the only thing I messed with too. And then I saw something a while back ago where it was a, it was springy. So it was almost like a rubber oh, kind yeah. of, uh, yeah, I
0: have done that too. Uh, yeah. Chuck got some of that. Um, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. It looks I, pretty wild. Yeah. Like on thingiverse or something, there's, you can print shoes. <laughs> Like somebody made shoes really? out of it, or That's something. I don't remember if it was Thingiverse or where I saw it, but yeah, you can three D print shoes out of that. Uh, it's it's PLA yeah, I rubber. Re- I don't remember. I what can't it remember is, the name of it, but yeah, yeah it's, it's like really, flexible PLA. Yeah. It's kind of like a rubber plastic. I saw a
1: guy make a hose from it, so a hose on a so for like a CNC machine. So yeah. when it went up and down, it moved with the uh, with the machine. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's. it's freaking cool the stuff you can make i gotta say it.
1: like, it's so awesome to be in this era of a lifetime with the amount of stuff that you can do in your garage or at home or in your basement
0: yeah. even yeah it's, it's pretty well i mean these incredible. things are 3d printed these yeah. are just gopro things and they look really good this was my first thing i ever designed i think i did this on uh, tinkercad or something this is the radiator hold down for the prelude. oh okay i was just trying to see if i could do it and i just measured it out this is a little uh, grommet, grommet, whatever, and it fits in there, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to use this, but it was kind of fun to try to design something and figure it out. So yeah, and that's with PLA slit or silk. Yep. So that looks a little more <laughs> chrome or shiny. So
1: so the bed I'm making is for my wife's sister's daughter. And the she, what? The bed I'm building.
0: You're building a bed too. Yeah,
1: building a bed too.
0: Okay. So you said table earlier, so I did not table know.
1: and a bed. All right. So the bed I'm building also is for my, she's going to be five. So uh, this is what grandma wanted to get her. Um, So I'm building the bed. And so in my fashion, I can't just build a bed because that's not what I do. Um, I have to put some little weird spin on it. So um, found the PLA silk Mm -hmm. and bought pink. Yeah. So I got pink PLA silk and I'm going to make a unicorn horn, horn <laughs> and put it on top of the bed yeah. so it'll have like a crown on the top of that bed and a,
0: a horn have unicorn. you seen that that filament that's like every multicolored meter or whatever is a different color yeah. so you can do like yeah, there's so much cool stuff looks like there, a lollipop man. or something yeah like i've seen like like and red and like people do like dragons and shit out of it Ooh. and it's just i don't know it just looks cool yeah as shit. it's crazy we made some awkward little octopi i don't think i can say octopusy on the <laughs> internet shit uh but Too late it was it was nuts brielle i was she was on thingiverse and she's like yeah i just these would be so cool can we do these and i looked at it and i was like brielle that's like gonna be like 30 pieces i have to put together what no we're not gonna do that and i download the file and it prints it all at one time yeah and that's crazy like chain links yeah. that link together but it leaves one space in between so when you peel it off, they're just all connected and they're just chains. It's like, so awesome. That's fucking insane. Like, yeah, how yeah. is that even possible? Yeah, just
1: think about your mind on how to like just three D model and that
0: and engineering that stuff yeah. and trying to figure out what.
1: Yeah, because I mean, you take the the thickness of the PLA. Mm. You got to keep that in your mind it's if you 0. really 2, want something.
0: Point two meter millimeter millimeters. Millimeters. Yeah. And then uh, zero two. I think it's 0. 0.2. 0. 0.2. Yeah.
1: And then you want the wall thickness to be a certain. So you got to take that and consider why you're modeling it then 45 degree angles or what's that angle of cutoff to where you don't need supports when you're printing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. People, people are pretty ingenious. So I took I built cabinets in my garage and the handles to open all the cabinets are 3d printed.
0: Oh, cool. What, what printer are you using?
1: Uh, The uh, Chinese model.
0: Ender, yes, the Ender Three Pro. Ender Three Pro. Yeah. Okay. So uh,
1: it's like an eight-inch bed, maybe I think. Yeah. Eight-inch bed, eight-inch high somewhere.
0: It feels like it can go higher than it goes because I, I don't know if Chuck's is a pro or if it's just the Ender Three. Yeah, because that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. This is
1: like what two hundred bucks or something like that. I yeah, think. Yeah, one hundred eighty bucks on yeah, Amazon. Man. So awesome.
0: Like, yeah. For and everything's free on the internet yeah. as long as you're not going to sell it. Like, <laughs> it's free. Like. Uh, These these little guys. I just that was a file. You know, huge shout out to whoever designed that. I don't remember, but that's what's um, crazy
1: to me is how many files there are that people just design or whatever, and then it's on Thingiverse and you can mm -hmm. just download it and use it.
0: Yeah, you can you can download. You can make guns. (laughs) Make 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 guns. You can't make guns. You can't make guns. (laughs) You can't make a gun with a 3D printer. <laughs> However, you can make parts of a gun to, uh, with a 3D printer. Yes,
1: that might lead to a full-fledged fake toy gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you don't buy the rest of the parts, it's just basically a... It's paperweight. Yeah, it's a kid's toy gun.
1: Yeah. so We'll leave it at that.
0: Yeah, it's cool, though.
1: But such a rabbit hole you can go out down, man. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah. Anything you can possibly imagine... It's on there. Yeah. And then more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I want to print off a, uh, socket extension organizer. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I just haven't done it yet. Cause all my, by the way, guys, uh, you are, Oh yeah. You never brought that up. The that was, what the heck? First podcast in the new FTP speed shop podcasting studio. And by that, I mean, it's the exact same garage. It's just been pimped. So, uh, what do you think?
1: It looks amazing. um, Floors look good.
0: Hey It actually doesn't sound too bad in here. I think the the, the sound's gonna be a little tinnier because of the metal ceiling and there's just it's there's no carpet or insulation. Yeah, there's nothing sound. in here there's, to get rid of dampening yeah, noise or anything, but but uh dude. it's been on my it's been on my radar for a long time.
1: I, I remember you building this garage.
0: Yeah, you helped pour the concrete.
1: And uh it's finally finished
0: (laughs) yeah it's close it's very close uh looks good i'm gonna go once once the floor paint's completely dry which i think it's got till sunday
1: now are you gonna retire and not ever build anything out here again
0: yeah no i'm done guys it's been a good run (laughs) uh i want to thank everybody for following me on this journey and uh peace out he's gonna get into crocheting and knitting yeah knitting and uh raising chickens that's my new thing that's my new hobby but I want to get the... I'll probably move the Chevelle over here. You can finish that side. Yeah, and then I'm, I won't finish that side like this side, but I want to... uh think it's all plywood in there. So I'll probably skim the walls and then oh. sand them with mud and yeah. then um, finish the ceiling. That's drywall. And then just go in there with the airless and just spray gloss white floor to ceiling. Probably won't paint the floor you know, with the same wall paint because that shit just peels off. Yeah. But... Um, that way it's just super reflective for when you, you paint know, when or I whatever paint in there. or whatever and then i'll that'll probably end up being the dirty booth and the paint booth and then this will kind of be where shit gets put back together and uh dude i don't know it's like shit, when we build this started we probably poured the concrete and oh i don't even oh five oh six did we pour this in the fall after we bought the place it would have been I think think it was 06. It might've been the next year, but it was close. I can't remember if
1: it was in spring or fall.
0: Yeah. And, uh, we hung the drywall then, you know, in like 09, maybe me and Spike did. And I was always going to finish it and do the ceiling and do all that stuff. And I was like, I don't have any money right now. I'm still in school and all that stuff. And maybe I was just out of school at that point. And it was just like, yeah, I can't, can't do it. Can't do it. And then it just became cluttered mess. Yeah. You know, projects happen store and stuff you know you do a project now you got 30 parts left over and it just turns into a shit show so
1: dude you never have gotten the uh uh privilege of moving all this shit to a new house either you've been smart enough to stay in one house your whole time that's a good yeah. it's a good move it really yeah, is me and brandy
0: both talk about that and we're like yeah we want to move bad we want to move really bad we want to <laughs> get in the country and get away from you know the city stuff have a little more room to spread out Especially with the business and stuff, you know, and other equipment and things yeah. like that, it's kind of hard to pack it all in a city lot. So
1: you're pretty fortunate with you got a good location, a good, really, for that kind setup. of stuff.
0: Yeah, like, but and it works out really well, and i have no qualms with it. But yeah, it could always be better. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. you're always you're always aiming for the stars, and always uh, never ends <laughs> falling way <laughs> short. <laughs> yeah, you know, the stars are up there, and I'm going you know, but Hey, it's, we're, we're trying to better ourselves, I guess, at that aspect. But, uh, my dad's garage is now pretty much done for the most part and it's finished all drywall. And I know I talk about this on every fucking podcast cause I had a boner for it, but, um, you know, and then there's a guy on the, the Prelude forum or Prelude Facebook page that had, uh he just got his garage done and he like did acid etched floors and all that stuff. Damn. And it was like a million can lights. And I was like, damn, man, when am I going to do that to my garage? When am I going to pimp my garage? And then I don't know something I was like, got the prelude done. And I was like, I think it's time. Yep. And then I walked in here and I'd been talking it up all day long and me and Aaron walked in here like we got off work early from a job or whatever. One day and we walked in here and it was like, yeah no 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 I'm not ready. No. <laughs> no 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 anxiety came over me cuz I was like I have what am I going to do with all of this stuff? Yeah. There's so much shit in here. It's glorious how much shit you have in here. Yeah. It was or insane pad in here. Oh, it's still in here. It's just above <laughs> the ceiling now.
1: <laughs> you just packed it all in
0: there. and Left it. We sheeted it? the we sheeted the top of the raft Oh, so you got now. like a manhole or so, something so yeah, over there? So now we got little storage yeah, area you open the loft and you can jump up there so now we have all the storage up oh, on top now nice but like yeah the first day when we started peeling stuff off the wall i was like anxiety ridden i was like oh you don't had like do, what a thousand don't do it don't do it why are we doing this put it back on the wall it's a thousand license plates alone um, yeah i know and i don't know what i'm gonna do with the license plates because i don't like the clutter my idea originally was like oh because i wanted the the toolbox area to look kind of like a bar, <laughs> you know? So I got the cabinets with the shelves in between and the lights. I was like, Oh, it would be kind of cool to do like a little bar thing. And I was like, oh, I could use those license plates as like a, a backsplash. Oh, yeah. And I started kind of setting them up there. I was like, it looks pretty tacky. <laughs> I was like, was Nah, it looks clean right now and everything's nice. And so I was like, yeah. And like Zach said, he's like, ah, keep the important license plates and like maybe make like get like a picture frame or something and like frame them. And so then they look like a piece of art. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea, actually. Because then it's not just me screwing license plates to the wall randomly. Right, yeah. So,
1: so it doesn't look like shenanigans or Bennigans or whatever those <laughs> you fucking restaurants were. Need more flair.
0: <laughs> <Need more flare. laughs>
1: you only have 32 pieces of flair. We require 42.
0: Yeah. If you want to do the bare minimum. So... Yeah, I don't know. The loft area is still a shit show. A lot of stuff went, went up there and I have not gone up there and organized it yet, but meh.
1: yeah. Look, I got a little level looks good. little shed in my backyard and that's kind of where I try to stuff everything. I still got too much stuff in the garage too.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine all the woodworking stuff and the Bronco in that back corner cuz I mean, you have what, three-car gar- deep
1: three-car garage. It's three wide and then the Single stall is too, too deep, deep yeah. yeah, which is awesome. But I ran out of room. Four stall garage ran out of room, dude.
0: You're working in a two stall garage, just fine. Yeah, in, and then you move over there in that massive garage, you're like, ah, out of room, out of room, out of room. <laughs> I need a bigger house already. <laughs> I haven't even been in it two years. <laughs> you don't need a bigger house. You oh. Need a bigger garage. <laughs> well, I'm landlocked, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are. You can. You could add on to the single stall. Uh, maybe. Yeah, because you got a twenty-foot rear yard, so you could add on to that
1: to the back of the house. There's probably I bet you there's ten more feet there, if
0: not twelve. Oh, because it steps right there. Yeah, but you could go past the back of the house, really, and you could make it branch out and to be a third car, and you just have to drive through that. <laughs> and You could have three more cars in the backyard oh wait never mind the city won't let you do the city won't let me do it huh. city
1: won't hoa do probably won't let me do it either oh because of course that's always that's always something a killjoy mm-hmm. that's my first experience with that kind of stuff
0: you go from havelock to hoas yeah or no i guess you went to the highlands Highlands
1: first yeah, yeah.
0: they didn't probably have those
1: no it was nice there yeah it's actually a really nice place like the whole like area cause it wasn't like a through street. Mm-hmm. So no one hardly ever drove up and down our street unless you lived on that street. And then all the neighbors were awesome. It's quiet.
0: I've never lived in a neighborhood with awesome neighbors. Yeah. You've always
1: had one douchebag neighbor. Haven't you? Your whole fucking life. Two, 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 and two one for
0: sure. And every single neighborhood I live in, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, I don't think it's you. Well, I know it's not me because fuck Mr. Perfect and fuck Orlin. Well, he's dead now. I don't know about Mr. Perfect, but (laughs) fuck that asshole. He, uh, Nah, I don't know. I don't know if I need to air his dirty laundry out, but he was going to lose his house and he shot himself in the head at the 22. I mean, there's choices you got to make in life. That's not one I'm going to make. <laughs> i like, yeah. I mean, maybe being an 80 year old man, you probably don't have a lot of other choices. But
1: I could think of a few. I mean, there's plenty of bridges in this town to live under.
0: Yeah. I feel there's like. There's plenty would, of meth,
1: I'm sure, underneath those bridges, too, or fentanyl.
0: Yeah, and I guess, too, when you're 80, if, you're, if you start hitting that meth hard, too, it'll probably take your heart out. So.
1: That'll make it younger. At that point in life.
0: It's true. Whoa. Is that the fountain of youth? Maybe for a couple of years at least. It? Yeah. Like at least three and a half weeks. Yeah, it could. He acted like a 20 year old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's chasing skirt.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so that's what's going on in my garage and you just redid your garage. You know, I was kind of thinking on the way over here because I always get a bug for a car. You know, mm-hmm. every once in a while, it hits me. Especially like in the springtime. Yeah, it's summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Fridays, go cruising around a little bit. Um, I was thinking, should do like a project of some sort. Maybe that's not huge, but like a, because like a group project. Yeah, because you haven't even how, how many you haven't put much on the ft uh, the YouTube site lately. Really, just the podcast.
0: Is yeah, because you've been of my, so busy or burned out or what? Most of the, well, okay. So like, it's really hard to like, I don't know, knickknack stuff. Like when I first started, I was like just putting out whatever I was doing. And then I realized like, this is really boring. And maybe other, maybe people like seeing that. But to me it was like, okay, I'm just wasting time editing, going over like what I did the last two days. and yeah. Putting a video out. Um, so if it's not somewhat entertaining or beneficial, then I don't feel like I need to put a video out on it.
1: I think the hard part would be uh, having enough progress where like it actually feels like it matters or something like to, that. To make know? a video, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: that was the biggest part. Yeah. Like when you're block sanding a car for four months in a straight, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> when you're block sanding a car and then you block it all off, and the camera doesn't show what you did. And then you spray it back with primer, but it, you spent you know two nights or three nights doing that. It's like, okay, I started with my car and primer at the beginning of the video. Hey guys, welcome back to FTP Speed Shop. On this episode, we're going to go ahead and block sand project prelude <laughs> for the fourth time. And then you just time lapse, and you go. Yeah, are just block sanding, and then you know, 15 minutes later, you're like, with the same music in the background. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's not, I don't know. It's like, this is, You, I didn't do anything. Right. I did something, but I didn't do anything on video. Yeah, it just yeah, looks yeah. like I ended up in the exact same spot. So it's really
1: hard to. Uh, Maybe that's what you should do. Just do the same thing over and over again, every <laughs> single week for like the next 10 years. <laughs>
0: just put it on a loop. <laughs> Yeah, I just slightly edit one screen yeah, so it's just a little different. Change your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, if I do it on a green screen, I can just... If I pretend to paint on a green screen, I can just change my shirt every day and just walk around the car. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. Genius. Genius. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. And then wrapping up the prelude. And then it's like... I rolled immediately into this. So I have videoed this stuff, but... I didn't want to do. I thought maybe I'll do it in two videos, but didn't really have like a. And that's the other thing too. When I start doing a video, I'm like super jazzed about it, yeah. so I like do a lot, and then I slowly fade out to like ah, I just got to get shit done. Yeah. And then, and then by the end, it's like the first 15 minutes of the video, 10 minutes of the video, are me like painting the wall, mudding the wall, doing all this stuff, and then like the last five minutes are just like yeah okay so this is what I did this is what I've been working the last two weeks yep mm-hmm. all right yep uh, all right guys it's gonna be a wrap yeah <laughs> and then so I have a couple cool ideas that I want to do like I want to do I, I recorded a spin where I just spun around in a circle at the beginning I had this idea in my head and so then I want to just start increasing the speed increasing the speed increasing the speed like maybe three or four times and then cut to the next they the final product video oh yeah and then slow it down oh so it's and then like, bam oh, done no it's done sorry i didn't mean to hit the mic there um and so that was the whole idea that was the only idea i had for the garage video was to do the spin thing so i have not yet done the final product spin which i was probably gonna do tonight maybe possibly and then i'll have to go oh yeah by, 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 we got chickens we got chickens also we got chickens poof yeah chickens so that i have been recording stuff well now the other thing too is like shit takes so long to get parts
1: oh yeah yeah um, that yeah
0: so i broke toward the ls or this the ls obviously the chevelle spun a rod bearing yeah so uh, that's got- probably what you're Got that 6 liter, um, got that over, I took the LS1 and the 6 liter over to the machine shop a couple weeks ago or whatever. The 6 liter checks out. Everything's going to work on it. Um, it's got 4 thousandths taper or something in the cylinder, so it's going to need to go at least 10 over. I would like to just do with the 6 liter, just make it all new, you know, new rotating assembly anyway.
1: Well, what's the compression ratio before? On the uh, on your uh, because it is that same motor, different motor.
0: This is a different motor because I had the LS1 5.7, and that's what you
1: uh had the supercharger on, yeah.
0: Okay, so this is just a no nothing six liter that I got from uh TJ. So, like
1: a pickup six liter,
0: yeah, LQ4. Um, and didn't know anything about it. Camera is too hot. We just lost Jeremy, camera got too hot. I do that to people. I don't know what to tell you. He got the camera super freaking hot. So (laughs) sometimes these GoPros are temperamental. I don't know what the deal is with them. But um, yeah, no, nothing six liter. And it was like 300 bucks. So I couldn't pass it up. Like even if it was, I mean, worst case scenario, it spun a main bearing and it was shot. But it was like, eh, we'll take the chance. Took the heads in, took the block in, the crank and the rods and all the pistons and stuff in. And heads are cracked. So they're junk which apparently those 317 castings crack in between the valves, apparently in between the valves. Yeah. That's so apparently kind of... that's a common problem with them. Just shitty casting, I guess. Um, cause he called it when he goes, yeah, those 317s, yeah, they're probably cracked. I was like, okay, <laughs> what, 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 what do you know? <laughs> yeah. And it turns out they were cracked in three spots, four spots, but, uh, Block clean or checked out good. It's all shop or it's not shop peen, but whatever they do to clean it up. But he bakes it and hmm. whatever rolls it in this thing and it cleans it all up. It looks freaking amazing compared to what it was like, there
1: looking like big ass dishwasher thing, type
0: things. Yeah, but it, it dishwashes it with like really tiny stainless steel BBs. Oh, yeah, like shot, like shotgun shot, probably. Yeah, is the best way to describe it. Um, and so that cleaned up good. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And I had looked at these summit racing uh what is it pro l s or l s pro or whatever rotating assembly kits. I swear to God they had one in stock a month ago when I was looking at them for the five seven yeah, no, nothing in stock like the soonest I could get one that won't work for my setup because it's a five thousand over and it w- my the block won't clean up probably in that so is May 2nd. Otherwise, it's basically July 1st, end of June, July 1st, before I can get... Even touch it, basically. Even get it. And that's estimated. Oh, so, so it's probably coming from China.
1: It'll be another six months.
0: Parts of it, I think, are definitely coming from China. Yeah. Be sitting off the coast. Pistons are chilling. made in America. I think the rods are... The rods are finished machined in America, or something like that, I believe, is what they said. So... You know, they always got, I always love that when they put the sticker. Yeah. Kind of made in America. (laughs) Assembled in America with international parts. (laughs) It's like. You missed that one, guy. All right, guys. (laughs) No, it's, it's made in China. Basically, you guys just screwed the outer case on. Yeah, exactly. Put it in,
1: put it in its packaging and shipped it out.
0: So, but yeah, that's, that shit's out. So that, and then he can't do anything machine work wise. Until he has the parts, because he oh, he'll yeah. measure the pistons yeah. and make sure the clearances are right and do all that jazz. So it's like, dude, if I'm lucky, the Chevelle will be back running in August, if I'm lucky. Dang.
1: At least you got the sub 100, I guess, huh? In the Honda, I guess. Oh, well, yeah. We, we need to work on that.
0: Yeah, we do need to tune that. Yeah. So I, I would like to get it aligned, but I think... Think I got the brakes figured out? You think you do? Yeah. Oh yeah, because they were they were sticking, time. weren't they? Yeah, they were dragging really bad and that stupid proportioning valve was upside down. So How's that happen? Well, it looks the exact same either way. <laughs> Turns out the bolts threads sticking through have to be pointed up, not the heads pointed down. So I figured, yeah, heads pointing down, yeah. whatever. Or, you know, whatever. It looks the same either way. Who gives a shit? It's all wired or plumbed, right? But when you flip it over now, this one has to go over to here or whatever and so like all the time i spent making those lines look really clean it's like oh, fuck it, i don't care anymore <laughs> whatever just freaking just get the damn thing done and get it on the road again and
1: that sucks because you got to be careful because you got all that good paint in there and
0: well and here's the other bad thing is i did dot five which doesn't eat your paint yeah but apparently eats all the seals out of anything that's dot three dot four. Oh really yeah that's what they say. So we're going to find out.
1: Huh, maybe that's the reason in all my years I've, I've had always had brake problems in the Bronco too. And I'd put new boosters and new
0: running dot five. in it. Oh yeah.
1: Just whatever. You know, I didn't give a shit Pour whatever in there. Could be.
0: Yeah. Cause the, the guy at our eyes is like, well yeah, you're getting a dot five. That's a completely different animal. And I go, I know, I know I got it. They're all brand new stuff. It's all clean lines. He's like, yeah, but it'll eat the seals out. And then somebody else told me that. And I was like, fuck. I thought they just didn't in- intermingle well. Yeah, that's what I always thought, too. So, apparently, we will eat the seals, I guess.
1: Whatever. Nah, I don't
0: know. I'm not going to worry about it until there's a major problem. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> trust anybody
1: from O'Reilly's or Auto Parts or anything like yeah, that, Yeah,
0: anyway. he was actually pretty good. He was pretty good help. So, but...
1: So, yeah. So, if we wanted to do a project like that, some type of small project, you almost have to get everything before you even start...
0: So I have an idea and I will flash a picture of it up in the podcast. He'll forget. You're right. I Actually, <laughs> no, I reminded myself but when I listen to this, I'll remember. Oh yeah. I told myself I had to do this.
1: So you don't go and take notes like a smart person probably would. Cause I wouldn't take notes either. No,
0: but I, I watched the entire podcast while I'm editing it. Yeah. Noise the levels pod. and move things. Yeah, around or whatever. So I'll be like, Oh yeah, I did say that. So then I'll go find the picture and I'll put it in there. So I have like a 50s mail truck. Mm.
1: I remember you talking about
0: this. Yeah, it kind of looks like a really, 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 really small Winnebago. (laughs) Like I think the wheelbase has got to be less than six feet.
1: So are you talking gambler type of a situation Uh, or beating the streets kind of situation?
0: I want to put a mid to rear engine in it. However, However, close a th three hundred and fifty connected to the rear end,
1: so that like the drive shaft is like no no drive
0: shaft. Just, just straight just to straight U joints <laughs> like that, and then make the motor move, you know, put the motor on pivot so it can move at the rear end, and call it twin snail nail because we're gonna have two turbos on it. <laughs> One side still is painted like the original nineteen fifties like. Postal really mail truck. The other side, somebody rolled over it with like some latex paint to make it look like to be the same color as the barn it was parked next to. <laughs> so it was like a storage shed for somebody. Yeah, what it was is they cut the uh, the center link and they welded onto it something so that they could. They actually it was a job trailer back in the seventies, probably. So. It had this neck that was connected to the center link and then maybe connected to the somewhere in the back of the frame for a pivot point. So when the truck turned, it would turn the front wheels and it would follow. Really? Like, yeah. It's <laughs> ridiculously crazy that somebody put that much energy into it. But apparently, you know, enclosed trailers weren't as plentiful as they are nowadays. So
1: one a new motor set? I mean, they could have been cheap back then. Yeah.
0: I think they just got a free mail truck, and they're like, "This is the perfect job trailer for our transits or whatever to put hey, in." Yeah,
1: We're just going to hook this thing up right here. Yeah, we'll just
0: thing right here, and we're we going to get out <laughs> that dang old dang old and We're going <laughs> to freaking fix this thing up good. Like so it. I may have got that, um, and I think I want to do something with that. It might be kind of a fun. Make it do wheelies.
1: They had an ice cream style, like. Van ish type of had it been from 50s or 60s, too. But it was this little antique store off of Havelock Street, like just north of Havelock, like a block. There was this antique, oh, okay, yeah, by the uh, um,
0: railroad tracks there,
1: yeah, yeah, his back there forever. And I always thought that would be the coolest thing to get that and put just a ridiculous like LSX motor in there and twin- turbo the shit out of that, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know what I thought today while I was, you know, cause I do a lot of contemplating going to work, you know, uh, I can get pistons. I can get gen four rods. I have a six liter crank. That's the same as the LS one crank. Uh, I'm not going to be able to have the Chevelle going this year anyway. Like maybe I just get order all the parts, get the, uh, five, seven up and running, find a four L 80 or 400 or something like that. And we put the blower <laughs> in that thing in the mail truck, and we make it do a wheelie. It sounds. I just want to do a wheelie. I don't know why. I don't know why wheelies. Wheelies wheelie? so bad.
1: It's probably safer to do a wheelie in a four-wheeled vehicle than a two-wheeled vehicle, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I think so. Or at least it gives you the illusion that you're safer. I don't yeah. Know. So
1: it's really hard to find things that are kind of weird and unique nowadays, and just. Tinker with them with a with a small budget, just to do something. You know,
0: I I, I'm not doing. I'm not building another Chevelle. I don't have the budget to do that. No. Let me See if I can find that fucking picture. It but. takes
1: way too much money to do that kind of stuff nowadays. Even just to like shoot. I was even looking for like a ninety. No, not even. Yeah, ninety. You know, mid nineties Fox body again. And. Even if if you find one that looks halfway decent, that doesn't look like it's going to fall apart, that mm-hmm. they haven't modded to complete Kingdom
0: Come. Oh well, and those things too. Like the second that you start putting any sort of power to them, just twist those fucking chassis yeah. in half if they don't have, uh, uh, fucking,
1: you know what I mean. Oh yeah, the uh, subframe connectors and, and all yeah, that other stuff. Connecting rods. And I was like, That's not right. <laughs> You know, you know that shit and stuff. I know what you're talking about. Shit, I don't know shit about fuck. You know.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I never was a big fan of the foxes or any of that shit, but um, Higley kind of made me appreciate them, I guess. Because you know, you have fun in a car, and all of a sudden you like have memories about it, and you're kind of like, oh, you reminisce, I guess. Yeah, is probably yeah, the yeah. Best word. Same thing with third gens. I always thought third gen Camaros were just the ugliest damn thing ever, ever made. And then AJ got his. And I was like, I don't know. That car's kind of gay. Don't buy it. Ugh. And then like, it's like, whoa, this car's really fun. Like, yeah. Little wah, wah, wah. That's the thing. corners. And like, they might not be the prettiest car, but damn, they can be really fun.
1: Yeah, that's the, the Mustang I had. It wasn't fast by any means. Had just a cam Ooh. in it, you know, but... <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm talking about. That was sweet.
0: Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. Twin snail mail.
1: And it's like this long.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a stubby little (laughs) son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do that so bad. Now, looking at it, I'm even more excited about it because it's It's, even stubbier than I remember it.
1: To me, I don't... That sounds fun, doing the little wheelie thing, but to me, putting... Maybe something that's not super fast in it, but something that's loud, and then just like almost slamming it and put it on airbags would be pretty funny too. Yeah, that would be your FTP swag van, dude.
0: Oh shit, swag van! <laughs> nice. I do have that uh, 350 with the mother thumper cam in it that's uh, sitting up there in the loft, just waiting for to go into something. I was going to put in the Winnebago, but I don't know what I'm going to do with the Winnebago. I have a, oh, I have a love hate. Love relationship with the Winnebago. Love hate love. No, just love 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 just love. love I don't know. I'm the, it's I'm
1: I mean it's one of those unique things that no one would touch with a ten foot pole, but you. And I fell in love.
0: <laughs> the kids were in it the other day. We sold our old camper, and it was parked over by the Winnebago. and the kids were in it the other day, and they're like, "There's a dead squirrel in there." <laughs> Harrison was poking it with a stick. It kind of stunk. <laughs> I don't know if it came in through the, I don't know how it got in there, but well, all the windows are open. So yeah, I was going to say, in there somehow, yeah. what's
1: amazing is you don't take care of it. You, <laughs> you, no. you get it out, what, two days before an event?
0: Oh, no, two weeks. and Then we work on it, you know, like a week before the event, maybe.
1: And then you just park that son of a bitch in a field or wherever. That's why the, the hell. brakes always go to shit because they need to be
0: pumped, you know, at least once a month or something in order to not have the wheel cylinders rust out and like just the blow the seals out again. Ugh. That's why I love is just a hundred
1: percent neglect, and then you
0: just do whatever. I've never been one. I've never been big on maintenance. That's for damn sure. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's always can. I just, I just love it. I don't know. I, I've i had really bad thoughts of uh, doing a full-fledged restoration on it. Really? Yeah. Like <laughs> throw a six-liter in it or maybe that 5.7 and just doing a full-fledged restoration. Maybe put some airbags in it so you can cook. Does that thing and have a frame things? on it? Yeah, it's on like a Dodge three-quarter ton short box, short bed, wheelbase, short wheelbase frame really it's all d100 but that doesn't add up because i think one hundred's half ton and it's definitely it's got to be half a half at least a, yeah. yeah so but it's called a d100 chassis <laughs> so dodge chrysler whatever so oh, so, cool.
1: so cool well i mean it's n- nostalgic all the way around i mean it's a winnebago
0: yeah. And what I, what, here's the bad part as I go down this road, it's like where I want to completely restore it inside and kind of make it like cool. Like, you know, maybe do like some, like a bar, on, like sink on one side, you know, with some like led lights and just like maybe a couch bed or something in the back and like, you know, hang out kind of cool thing, put a six liter in it and Pull one of the cars to the car show. Look like how cool that'd be to pull up in the car shows. So dragging a car.
1: In the last ten minutes of this podcast, you got yourself a swag wagon. Swag wagon. I and, like the
0: swag wagon.
1: That's a good and, name. And now you got the. I don't know the name of it, but a podcast den.
0: Oh, mobile studio. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mobile studio, I like it. I like it. And on that right there, I am going to pause this because I have to piss so bad it's coming out of my ass. (laughs) This Chevelle broken piston is perfect. Look at that. It is nice. Yeah, that's the uh, the 283 dome top piston with a broken rod, and apparently the skirt has the perfect chunk missing out of it to hold a cigar. Perfectly. It's perfectly perfect.
2: Mm
1: Broken and perfectly perfect. Oh, yeah, you got a fan. You can kick
0: that thing on. Yeah, I got the fan. Kick that bitch on low. I bought a fan uh, a couple weeks before I started this, and it was just like a Menard special. It was like a dollar an inch. It was like a 60 inch fan. It was like $60. I think it might have been $69. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. That thing was a piece of shit. It was like. (laughs) around it's yeah i just rocked <laughs> everywhere i was like and then i took it back and got that one it's yeah. like
1: a mini big ass fan
0: yeah it was, it was about four times as much but you guys don't hear it right now
1: no it's great yeah. i don't even hear it it's not bad at all what do you think of that thing
0: i don't know what i'm supposed to do with it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well it's a turd that you light and you kinda of suck on.
0: Yeah. I mean at least the last time when we were doing whiskey I just
1: <laughs> depends on if you're gangster enough to inhale these things or not, but oh, I always uh, accidentally uh, inhale at That's least one time. Usually what I try not to do.
0: Yeah, no, that's that shit's spicy. You let that shit get in your lungs fill you up. That shit's real spicy.
1: And that's when it lasts. Two or three days later you still have the reminiscence.
0: Just yeah, just there's freaking residue that's deep deep inside of you. That should be a wrapper. There's residue deep deep inside of you. <laughs> oh
1: boy. We're getting off topic even though we've never had a topic.
0: Yeah, no, we don't we don't we don't topic. It's probably not a bad thing.
1: Alright, so I just bought wheels and tires for my Jeep.
0: Wheels and tires for your Jeep? I yeah. thought it had wheels and tires.
1: It does. Came from the factory with bullets (laughs) and tires, yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) you didn't buy it, just yeah. I got a Jeep, I guess it wasn't a
1: hovercraft before I got it, but anyway, you know, I've had it for a while, and the tires were to the point where they needed to go bye bye, yeah. They need new ones. I need new ones.
0: Did you get some like dude bro rams, like a huge lip, and they stick out 14 feet on each side, they're like 37 inches wide?
1: No, I didn't go that extreme. But it definitely, the tire sticks out probably about three, two, yeah, probably three inches from the fender. So it sticks out quite a ways.
0: Fucking riser.
1: But that was the smallest offset I could get.
0: They don't probably make them anymore in aftermarket rims. The because- bigger
1: offset, that was stuck out like four and a half inches. So that would be the dude rims that you're, the dude bro rims that you're talking
0: about. Did you get a polished lip? No. All
1: right. Fake bead lockers is
0: what they are. Oh, okay. So they're they're not they're not a big lip rim. No, 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 yeah. no. So you're not going, dude, bro. No, Extreme. I, no, I'm not. I've dude never. Dude, bro, extravaganza.
1: I, I've never been that type of person, anyway.
0: I'm surprised that you got rims, even aftermarket rims.
1: All right, so this is my thinking. Tell me if I'm retarded for thinking this way or not. But so the lease comes up on it. Here this year in August, September, August And it needs tires now I'm not going to pay two grand for tires And then turn the Damn thing in In what, three months, four months? Why would you pay
0: two grand for tires? Because
1: They're So the size, the original size on there Was like, they're like 31 Inch 33 inch I think they're 33s 33, 30 33 from right the factory. And uh, so, yeah, they're about 1800 bucks for five tires.
0: Well, you only need four.
1: No. Gotta have a spare, bro.
0: Dude, you already have a spare. <laughs> Did you wear your spare out?
1: Yeah. You rotate those sucker in. You do? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I, I get even, my I get my life out of the spare, dude. It doesn't just sit there and react. And... I don't even rotate my
0: tires. <laughs> My front tires on the truck are about a year and a half now, they're chopping so bad, like da 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 da
1: So the only reason I do this is because it's a new vehicle, right? So I yeah. bought it. so I take it in. I don't touch it. I have not besides taking the top off, I haven't ever touched it with a wrench. Yeah. Period. So this is me at the age of forty 42 i'm gonna be 42 this year shit, no <laughs> at the age of 42 and i mean we used to wrench on everything and i love working on cars and i got to the point in my life i don't want to touch anything kind of went through a spell like that so new vehicle i take it in they do the oil changes Well, nobody wants They'd to work on the daily the driver tires which
0: we all worked on our daily driver slash race car yeah exactly day, <laughs> you know when we were young and dumb and full of energy I well guess. we had nothing better to do
1: I mean, there could have been a lot worse things that we could have gotten in trouble for. I know I could have gotten in trouble yeah, for anyway. there was a few of You know, so anyway, I didn't want to buy tires and then turn this in. I'm probably going to keep it anyway, but that's not the point. I like having options. So I thought to myself, if I put wheels on it and new tires on it, if I do turn it in, I'll put the old motherfucker tires uh, yeah, and turn it in. Then I have these new Wheels and tires, yeah. yeah, and put it on what I get next. Because let's face it, it's going to be another Jeep if I got another car.
0: Why don't you get a Bronco? Get a new Bronco. You know, the I got this one. Doesn't look too bad. No,
1: it looks good. I like it. I just I got an old Bronco. I need a new Bronco.
0: Well, let's be honest. Are you ever going to finish that old Bronco? <laughs>
1: hey, the,
0: I don't. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to talk shit until you start working on it. <laughs> it's not about. Sometimes you need a little push, Jeremy. Yeah, You're being a bitch. I it's am, time to get to work.
1: God damn it. I, uh, okay. I honestly need to get it running so it drives. And I, I'll wait till that whole body falls off that thing before I touch it. I love driving it. And I love leaving rust spots everywhere <laughs> on the ground, everywhere I go. <laughs> I don't. To, to
0: be honest with you, most of the fun about a car is being able to drive it and use it. So, like, once you go ahead and spend that forty grand and do the complete restoration on it, and it won't like, be the same. Yeah, you get some head turns, but you're afraid to park it in the mall, or you're afraid to take it out to dinner, or snow. Yeah, yeah, definitely you know. snow. Yeah, and it's just, I kind of am to the point too where it's like, I don't think the next few cars I build are going to be really nice cars. I think they're going to be cars that are driver cars that that look okay. They look okay or look like complete dog shit
1: yeah almost some of them that look like dog shit but drive like a but motherfucker. Drive, yeah like yeah
0: chuck's got that 57 back there white paints checked it's you know blah 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 fairly straight body a little bit of rust in the quarter panel but um i want to take that take the frame off of it sandblast it do all the shit do all the suspension on it put a no, i debated on rebuilding the 283 and putting that back in there you know for nostalgia points because that's where the 283 came from with oh it was came from there not that 57 but one of chuck's 57 so put it back in in one of the, his 57s yeah and but probably doing some sort of fuel injection or whatever on it and just making it a really good runner and good brakes yeah probably air conditioning nice interior and just looks like a bucket of shit on the outside yeah. but fucker you know shiny wheels and you know rims and you know whatever tires and everything looks good or nothing really looks good besides like the interior and the wheels from the outside probably lower it three inches maybe maybe air ride make the fucker sit rocker yeah frame. that would be
1: sweet i i kind of a fan of the air ride i don't know why because i've never ever owned anything air ride and let's face it i've never been in that hydraulic world either that's never been my scene but it's always cool I've always thought it was kind of cool but the air ride now the way things ride in air ride and the way mm-hmm. they look and sit and you can change it and it's just it's worth the money i think
0: yeah and you can buy really basic kits right now i just talked to uh the whitney's apparently they have a i think it's a 64 impala four-door maybe maybe it's a bel-air chevy i don't know whatever whatever one of those looks like an impala thing and uh Original car, all original car. He buffed the shit out of the lacquer, kind of shined it up a little bit. Burned, you know, it's burned through in a few spots. It's sitting on, mm, out for lack of a better term, like torque thrust twos. I don't think yep, they were yeah. torque thrust twos, but something similar. Something similar, to similar that. yeah. And uh, super basic air ride. You know, not all the actuators and this, that, and the other. He's got a fucking compressor and a tank in the back and he's got the manual thing up front where he can go sh- 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 and adjust all four corners or two of them together or whatever and it's super basic and that fucker looks sh- yeah we saw him at a trap uh meet is it called trap meet trap, trap of, meet. a trap event you're thinking about tomorrow already yeah and uh a couple weeks ago in ashland and he does this thing screw I fucking, fucking unscrew s- it and fall on my head slam that thing to the ground he's like
1: for days
0: and then it was <laughs> on the ground and it looked fucking cool it literally sat damn near sat rocker on the ground I think the x-frame sits a little lower but it was fucking cool yeah dude and I I dig the uh, the ability to change your ride height and your stance. So that fucker just sits mean as fuck yeah, in man. the
1: parking lot, but then you can go down the highway and not have to worry about none of that nonsense.
0: Yeah. Cause you, you got you just, your hydraulics that are teeth yeah, dude. <laughs> shaking the tits off of you and then giving <laughs> you
1: kidney stones, mm-hmm. but yeah. So, I mean, getting it running is what I need to do, but I still am kind of a little upset about it. And that's been six years probably now.
0: No, longer than that. Well, you had it running, and then what, you ran into issues with it.
1: Yeah, so I put the, uh, I put a.
0: The 302 in it, yeah, right? Yeah, the Fox
1: Body 302 in it. Put in that same transmission that came out of that Fox Body in it too. So I went from, because uh, I had a three-speed uh, C4 in it before. So now it would have a four-speed with an overdrive or a three-speed with an overdrive. I can't remember what the fuck the... Yeah, three-speed
0: with an overdrive. I think C4?
1: That's what it used to have in it. Now it's like an AOD. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, so I put that in it too. And so I had to take that thing completely apart to put the shaft in it so, it, um, so the tra- transfer case could bolt up to it. Oh, okay. you know, because so it's yeah, or yeah, 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 tail so to, and all that shit. yeah, so it could still remain four wheel drive or whatever, you know. And that was a two wheel drive car, of course, but put all of that in it and then uh had it running, had the exhaust built on it, done. Um, was just testing it, making sure nothing was leaking, everything was running right, you know, everything was going really good. It was awesome, sounded amazing. Uh, shut it off. Did a few things, turned it back on, and power completely dead.
0: Undo those couple things you did.
1: I didn't touch (laughs) any of the electrical stuff.
0: Put the radiator hose (laughs) back the way it was before. You fucked it up. Whatever you did, you screwed it up. I know.
1: So I bought a... uh, So, yeah. uh, Oh,
0: because you did a whole wiring harness kit, didn't you? Well,
1: I did the wiring harness from basically where the firewall would be down and back, so all the way to the back of it, but I never touched anything under the dash dash or, or yeah. yeah. And so I think what happened, or what might happen is, so I left the serpentine belts and everything in it, so it's still kind of modern, it's Mm -hmm. just not fuel injected. So the alternator that's in the Mustang, Probably putting out a little bit more uh, amps than uh, what the old prehistoric V-belt alternator is putting out. And I don't know if I... Because
0: that would originally had a voltage regulator and all that stuff. And the new alternator is
1: internally regulated. I think. Should be. It's been such a long time ago. I honestly don't remember if that one was or wasn't. And I put it...
0: How you you put it together. yeah. Yeah.
1: But it ran for, I don't know, I had 30, 40 minutes multiple times. Yeah. You know. And then something just uh some wires got hot and might have melted a little bit too much. Um but I don't know if it's right out the ignition cuz that's where I found most of that stuff, but it could continue underneath the mm-hmm. dash more. I just never well, the I,
0: good news is you're going to take that dash out and make a carbon fiber one. So
1: yeah, that's what I was always yeah. First,
0: first thing is just throw that big steel hunk of shit in the garbage can. And well, then. I got to
1: use that as a mold first, oh, right. Never but mind.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I need to at least get it out of the Bronco, yeah. right? But I did buy a new ignition switch to try to do that. So if that doesn't work, I need to put a wiring harness in it.
0: I think I just inhaled.
1: <laughs> Maybe a little.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff.
1: So it needs a wiring harness most likely.
0: Um does uh, All American or is it All American? Wiring like that. harness. Yeah, there's some They make one. They that's really nice kit. We did that in Chuck's uh, 57 in my Chevelle. Um nice kits and you can take your time and everything every lot wires labeled and you can take your time and route it how you want it to and yeah. really make a really nice harness out of it. So it takes a lot of time like it was crazy the difference between my dad's 57 to the chevelle one well, granted i went ls so i had yeah. a ton more electronic stuff in it but like i think we knocked his out in like two or three nights four nights really? really top. and i think i spent like two weeks on the chevelle just because of all the extra circuits probably and then like under the dash and doing all that stuff just you know there's so much more stuff in there but I've no I have no complaints. Great kit. They're cheaper than painless kits and uh, they seem to work really well. I know Zach and I think Spike's Spike might have ran a painless, I don't remember, but I know there's been a handful of us that have all ran those and they seem to seem to work out pretty good.
1: And they'll hold up to the the higher voltage, higher amperage, whatever. Yeah, um, because it's
0: all newer newer style fuse block and everything, so yeah. you get the spade fuses or whatever on the old barrel ones or whatever the hell they're called so the little glass ones
1: oh yeah yeah so that probably needs to happen which you know that's really not too bad right far as price wise it's just that's just time i'm
0: sure they've gone up i think it was 600 bucks for the cheval or something like that which yeah it's 600 bucks but i mean in the scheme of things 600 bucks. Yeah, exactly. That's probably
1: one of your cheaper really purchases nowadays yeah. when it comes to things. And then the transmission, it would go into drive. First gear was really strong, but then it was really kind of, uh, it was it didn't feel like it was slipping, but it kind of felt like it was slipping. It was kind of weird. Like it was really a slow shift. So I don't know if the size of tires, because I didn't change the uh, valve body in it. I didn't, uh, mess with the stall or the converter in it. Mm-hmm. So it's still all Mustang type things. And I'm rolling a 35 inch tire.
0: Hmm. I wonder, yeah, I guess it's a hell of a lot more rotating. Than that. And it's probably slowing down the transmission, technically speaking, wouldn't it? E- I think. Yeah. Cause the tires have a larger outside diameter. So it'd be slowing everything down. Yeah. So it could be slightly. I, have no fucking clue. I don't either. But when uh, it comes
1: to automatic transmissions, I'm pretty much a, uh, a virgin as a virgin gets like I will tear things apart. And then usually I can put them back together to where they work and it works. It's just not right.
0: Yeah. I've never been balls deep in an automatic transmission. I've had plenty of, uh, H 23 transmissions apart, and I've had the T 56 apart while, well, no, once we, cause, uh, Kevin came over and rebuilt it on, on the bench that used to be over there mm. the last time, cause I think it just needed like fourth gear synchro. And I don't remember what else it was, but just needed a little bit. So we just blew it apart on the bench and made a mess in my garage instead of his garage. And-
1: yeah. So I knew that was needing to be done. Um, so that was like the next thing on the list, getting that hammered out. And then that thing was good to go, bro. I'd drive the shit out of it again.
0: Yeah. You don't need to get a new Jeep, but <laughs> so, <laughs> that
1: made me so pissed. Cause I was so close to driving again. Cause it, it was probably four years before, uh, since the last time I drove it. Yeah. And I used to drive that shit almost every day.
0: Yeah. I think when I met you, that was your main. Yeah. I vehicle. drove the I love that thing. Yeah,
1: S- Still do. So I was a little bit hurt, cried a little bit.
0: What year did you buy that? When did you buy that? I
1: was 19, so... Like mid-90s? 2000,
0: uh, no. 99. <laughs> Whoa, dude, that's crazy. I think I bought my Chevelle in 99 or 2000, I don't remember exactly. And I was over at Zach's other night, and he had the original um, pink uh, registration from his. Uh, really? Nova and he bought it in March, like March 13th, I think of 2000. And I bought my Chevelle in the end of March. First part of April, um, is it or 2,099? I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, damn, dude, we all bought our fucking cars the exact same time almost within reason. And we all still have them, which is kind of crazy.
1: What was your dream car at that point? Yeah. The
0: Chevelle. Yeah.
1: Broncos, my dream car.
0: So, yeah, I looked at so many. I looked at fucking probably seven or eight, you know, 71, 72 Chevelles that were just cat piss green on cat piss green on cat. <laughs> there piss was a green. lot of those. You know, there was like green vinyl top green exterior green interior you know and they barely ran or didn't run and it was like you know a couple grand you know whatever 2500 1500 bucks or whatever and it's like nah, I don't know. it's gonna be this that and the other it's gonna be quarters are rotted and it's like blah 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 and then found mine and it was like red with a black top, vinyl top with black interior and a 350 in it with four barrel and it was like Yes, please. Is this that what is color cool.
1: was when you did that big burnout with you in it? You got that picture.
0: Yeah, my uh, my senior picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, post a picture of that in the uh, video. <laughs> That's my <laughs> reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did my senior picture on uh, in the Chevelle, and I was like, I want to do a big smoky burnout. We were at Pioneers Park, and the dude, you know, no offense against the guy, he was he was a little on the femme side. Um, so he'd never been around cars or did burnouts. Um, and I'm fucking just, that thing was a brake stand monster. The worst thing I ever did that car was put disc brakes in the front because it wouldn't hold the, (laughs) it wouldn't hold the car anymore. Um, and I'm just freaking, and I'm in it for like maybe 10, 15, 20 seconds. And he, he's like, and I'm like, Oh shit. I thought there was a car behind me or a cop or something. So I stop, and he's like, no don't stop that's amazing This is the best thing i've ever seen and i'm like okay (laughs) there was indentations like that deep in pioneers park you know from my tires i don't know if they're still there i should go look maybe i'll do that this weekend if i get get a, a spare moment but yeah that thing was a burnout monster from what i
1: remember that picture that smoke was it was white and you could was, not see through
0: it. No, it was it was white and thick and the wind was just perfect so that it just it was blowing it just backwards. Just backwards, backwards yeah. just enough so the whole kind of back half behind the wheels was all just completely just covered up with smoke and Yeah, I made my parents pay for senior pictures of me doing a burnout <laughs> in the Chevelle. Oh, good times. I remember racing uh, Sally and her Rx seven going out to cause we did Cross country or whatever, and she ran cross country, and we are out on what normal or whatever going huh. out there. And it's yeah called, what Rosa Parks now or some bullshit. Yep, change names gets confusing, and just haul an ass on that straightaway right before the little S curve before Highway seventy seven. Oh yeah, and I'm just we're I don't know how fast we're going, but we had that fucker pegged from downtown, so <laughs> we were going as fast as we could, doing buck twenty or maybe even faster. I don't have no idea. And I was like, all right, I lifted because I knew that my brakes turned to glass. Anything over like 110 miles an hour, like as soon as I touched those brakes, it was like, and it was like, oh, okay, I don't have any brakes anymore. <laughs> that was the shitty thing about four-wheel drum, but they just glaze over right away. But she just fucking hammered in and went flying by me. My buddy Travis was like, ah. <laughs> and they hit that curve and it goes, and the acid came out. And I was like, oh, uh oh, fuck. And it snapped and went straight, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They almost died. They fucking almost died right there. I was like, "Oh, that would have been a tough one to explain." I just kept driving. <laughs> that was a you yeah, thing here. It's
1: one of those decisions where that might be the best call. Yeah, just keep going. Don't look back. I think they're fine.
0: Yeah, that is kind of weird. Like thinking about street racing and doing all that stuff, and like people crash or, or somebody wrecks, and then you're racing them and then all of a sudden now you're on the hook for homicide or something like that or vehicular homicide <laughs> because you called them out in a race or they called you out in a race.
1: They they would try to pin all sorts of yeah, dumb like, shit that's on us crazy. back then. Yeah, I don't know. See a lot of crazy stuff.
0: You know, if Lincoln wasn't such a bunch of Nazis, we could have like a actual like track like a really good track i feel like my camera quit recording it's i thought it was yeah i quit recording at some point too
1: well it has 11 minutes when did that stop
0: i have no idea we're having all sorts of camera difficulties tonight but that's fine we'll cut it out we'll do post
1: i kept looking i was like yeah it's got 11 minutes we're good still got 11 minutes now why is oh the
0: sd is almost full
1: so who knows what the hell is going on is that still working it's still flashing was yours flashing
0: no it quit and that's what made me think i, I remember it lit up like probably 10 minutes ago that's probably and when it that's happened probably when it quit recording but i mean we're probably looking at about an hour 45. we didn't really talk about anything inappropriate nothing and we
1: never finished so a, a whole story never got one story done <laughs>
0: Just so, rampling. long story short, what are you going to do to your Bronco? You got five minutes to wrap this up.
1: Well, I need to, uh, wiring harness, do the transmission, <laughs> tires.
0: There we go, going through tires.
1: <laughs> and I beat the streets with that thing.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. But all the woodworking projects keep being lined up before that, so I don't even touch it.
0: Yeah, you got to tell your old lady that the, uh, this wood's off limits for a little while. <laughs> no, wait. Shit, that came out wrong. That came this, out this completely
1: wrong. Don't ever wood's say that. This on limits, but this that one wood in the
0: garage is off limits. It needs to be touched every day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that came out wrong. Sorry about that. Uh,
1: well, she don't listen or watch this anyway. so.
0: Well, you know, Rachel, if you're listening, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment down below. <laughs>
1: Mike, thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah. You got anything you want to add? Anything you want to plug? What do you guys, what's your uh, woodworking company or follow you on Instagrams or anything?
1: Yeah, we got a, a web page, um, com. We got a Facebook page, same thing, rjexpressions, and then uh, Instagram, same thing.
0: All right. Very cool. All right, guys, that's going to be a wrap for this one. Uh, Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you have any comments or things you want us to cover in any future podcasts, let us know. Leave a comment down below. And uh, thanks for watching. We'll catch you on the next one.
1: Have a good morning.
0: Or evening. (laughs) Later.